Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff and alongside me, as always, is the, uh, the, go, the Alex Shelley to my Kevin Nash. It's Max, everyone, Max. I like that comparison. Right? I'm I'm you're, shorter than you, so you're that shorter. Works. I have better horrible, looking. I have horrible knees. Horrible knees. I'm better looking. I think Alex Shelley's better looking than big sexy Kevin Nash. I mean at that point in time, yeah. I think he was sophisticated looking. Yeah, okay. That's 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 a code word for <laughs> old. <whole> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my hey, my paparazzi production shirt finally came in. Uh, and I'll be wearing uh, my other one uh, for TNA Jams, actually, when we film that. But uh, before we have a lot of show, I, I don't even know where to start. Do you first wanna... off? How's your daughter? I know you tweeted that she was sick. Is she better? Yeah, she's better. She's getting back to herself. I mean, she. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, she high fever. It was rough, but okay, well, uh, she's better. Yeah, she's been there. Thank you. Um, the cat's good. They're the ones that got her sick, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> I mean, Unfortunately, there's only, only four people I care about in your house. Oh, and uh, Kristen, I don't really care about you. I care about everybody but you in the house. That's... <laughs> in a day where a lot of bad stuff has happened, or a week that's bad stuff happened, we should be – I gave you that nice out. Shelly reference. That's true. That's true. I'll let it go. Yeah, let it go. Uh, <laughs> I'll let it go. Um. So, yeah, so the reason I gave the nice compliment yet again is because, of course, we're, we're getting ready for the draft uh, that's still to come in July. Uh, so we're still in that team team working thing, and uh, we're actually going to do a little bit of uh, draft play at the end uh, just to not only plug the draft, obviously, that I've said five times just now, uh, draft, 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 uh, but uh, to kind of talk about where Impact is on their roster, obviously, with all the changes going on this week, so. Uh, it'll be fun, but most importantly, the only thing that matters, Max, what you watching? Uh, right now, I'm watching Impact Wrestling on Twitch. It is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Galloway. Was he Galloway there? I don't remember what he. I don't even remember what he is now. Either way, I'm watching Drew um, versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's bleeding all over the place. But yeah, yeah. Hey, but Lashley. Six- Lashley's only bleeding all over the place or sweating all over the place. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, he, he, it could be he's both. Sweating by the time he walks to the ring. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's bleeding too. They're on six sides too, so that's cool. Oh, uh, cool. Back. I remember. Yep, I remember that. Um, so obviously, uh, we could go on about that all day, uh, but we have a lot to talk about as we kind of just mentioned. So, let's go to headlines. I was better at introducing the topics than G was. I have commandeered this segment. So our first topic is going to be Joey Ryan released. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, Jeff, as well as cancel culture? What happens with that? that? Yeah, so I'm going to get Indian style. and meditate while I do this. Um, obviously, you know, you, when we 
you know, I didn't know the questions per se until today as you got them as well. Uh, and I knew some form of this was going to come. So obviously we have a lot more to talk about with it. Uh, so I won't put them all together, but specifically to answer the Joey Ryan thing. It, one, it's not a surprise. Uh, who are we to, to, to assume? But usually, usually your gimmick uh, tends to be a, an extended version of your. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the one thing I will say about all this before we talk about is I'm a firm believer in innocent till proven guilty. I know that's not the, the age we're in. And, you know, and ironically enough, we're talking about a group called cancel culture. Um, but so I'm not going to say just keep saying what may have may or may not have happened allegedly, that kind of stuff. We'll just talk about where this leads or leaves us in, in as answer the question. So if it's true that happened, I'm glad he's gone. Goodbye. Uh, at the same time, we talked about cancel culture in a not a positive way, but a, a, a different reason of asking just to see if we liked it or not prior. And I didn't mind it. Um, ironically enough, the week that this all happened, the week before last episode, I just got I was over it. Uh, it, was, it was just kind of stale. It was weird. Jacob, Chris and all that. Stuff. So I wasn't a, that that to me is not a big loss. And that's not, me, uh, you know, trying to sugarcoat it. It's it wasn't a big deal. Wasn't a big part of the show that I was excited. So from that end, it's okay uh, as well. But I like the stance that they're taking. And, I, and once again, I won't put all this together. I like the stance that they're taking that, hey, let's hold up. Let's investigate. Oh, it's real. Cool. Let's get rid of them. It's time for that to happen. They should only do it once. You clean house. You bring in from that point forward some good people. And, and we go from there. So I hope I know we're going to talk about two more or three more people uh, in regards to roster change, I imagine. Uh, but I don't one, I don't think it's a big loss from a, a te television standpoint. And two, I don't think I, I think it's a great loss uh, that they got rid of him, if it's true. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely um, once again, yeah, if it's true, him being gone is good. Um, a lot of this I was more familiar with his stuff just from reading things and I was some of the, like, well, not more familiar, but I read more of the things into his stuff than I did other people's. Um, and, or charged of or, or yeah, what he was being accused of. And I mean, like you said, it's unfortunately, it seems like his character was him. And that's, that's a great character. That's not a good real life person. And unfortunately, um, I mean, it's it is like it is it is what it is i don't think it's it's a huge i mean so is it a huge loss no he wasn't a champion he wasn't you know had to have a storyline yes did he have a good character yes but he wasn't one of their headline people so he can be replaced he's yeah. not like if i'm thinking of i think of him as a is in terms of he's a name value but he's not one of their headliners I'm going for heavyweight champion type things. And then also after that name is tainted, it's no longer an asset. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But I'm just talking about before it was tainted. So, so I don't, I don't think it's, it's a huge loss there for, in terms of cancel culture, I thought it was a, a good change for, you know, a while I liked it. Um, but things like that, I mean, gimmicks like that are fun for a while, but they right. get really, I don't know. They just get 
blah. It's kind of like when the Godfather became the Good Father. It was kind of like, right. oh, this is interesting for a while, and now I'm just like, eh. I kind of like the happy-go-lucky Godfather back. I like, I like that. So I don't think it's a big deal that it's gone. I mean, I, I think you can replace it with something else if you want to have a a group that kind of does that. You yeah. can, but I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a huge loss. No, yeah. To wrap that up, to from a pure uh, television standpoint, it's not a big loss. Like I was just saying, uh, for me, I'm actually happy because RVD and Katie Forbes have been kind of some a bright spot for me um, since they've came, and, and I hope they get back to what they were doing. And yeah, I do. I do like RVD more when he was. I don't know if it was porn star gimmick RVD or just real life RVD. Yeah. Either again. one. I liked that when they when he got him banned from Twitch. Um, I liked that RVD style more. So I think that, to me, that, I think him becoming that again is probably the better option, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's an addition by subtraction. Yeah. So, uh, next one, once again, another person who's no longer with us. Well, no longer with TNA. He's still with us. So we didn't we didn't kill him. Uh, is Dave Christ who was released? So what are your thoughts on that? And how does this affect Jake Chris? Right. Well, I think unfortunately both one and two affect Jake. <laughs> Jake Chris. Uh, he was in cancel culture. Uh, his brother, obviously. I like to think the way Impact Management is running things um, seems to be very level headed. Uh, now, obviously, we don't know what goes behind the scenes except what they everything that's leaked or, or that is known. Um, but here's the, well, okay. I won't get too much into it, but we were going to interview him or I was going to, for this uh, spotlight show. We'll get into all that. We were, we were talking back and forth and just kept some come coming up and we wouldn't do it, you know, whatever. And then actually someone had pointed out that, um, that uh, maybe he's someone that is in good graces with impact. We could say that. Um, so maybe it's not the best idea and we kind of backed off from pursuing it. And I didn't know all of this was the case, but as more comes out about him being banned from the locker room, uh, and of those things, you kind of see that maybe that person who had told me that gave me the heads up was correct. Um, which sucks because, you know, you don't, you only see that what they show or what they allow you to show. And obviously, once again, we don't know what's right or, or, or what happened or what didn't happen. Um, I, like I was saying, I don't like to blame the the, the innocent, but I, I also don't like to blame the victim. So uh, we'll let that decide however that figures out. But once again, you kind of were always wondering why they never kept the Chris together, the brothers, why they always pointed out Jake as being the more this or more that um, or, you know, putting the spotlight on him or not keeping them together. Uh, or, for instance, in this case, kicking them out of camp or, uh, you know, the last person to be kicked out of OVE, technically. Um, there had to be some kind of writing on the wall there that, you know, that we just never pieced together. And obviously, this is what was playing out backstage. So it's unfortunate. It sucks. Uh, I thought it was a good dude. I guess not. Uh, but once again, who are we to judge until truth is prevails? Okay. So I did hear about him not being... Um allowed to dress in the impact locker room. So, I mean, I think that's definitely a red flag when you have someone who the entire locker room has basically said, Hey, no, not just, this guy in here. Not to interrupt, but the, the, the rumor was that they, that was his last take with 
So when he got kicked out of yeah. Yeah, I, so and I think that was before all this stuff came out that he wasn't dressing. Correct. So it is it a loss? Yeah, because I like the Christs. I think I personally think they're better together as a tag team. Yeah. But if he was on his way out anyway, then, like you said, it, it makes sense to where you're like, okay, we're going to split them up. We're going to do something with this with um, with Jake. We're going to kind of let Dave just kind of do his own thing, whatever, because he's going to be gone. So I think in terms of how does it affect Jake, if they were already splitting them up, if he wasn't, if they weren't going to be together, outside of the fact that you're like, hey, my brother's gone from the thing. I'm assuming they liked each other, hopefully. Yeah. So that may be rough. Somebody that you know you got along with is no longer there. But I mean, I'm assuming that Impact has to have some type of, I guess, idea for Jake. So I don't think he's going to be in a bad spot. Maybe he gets back well, with Sammy. Well, the thing was, you know, he was just literally last week uh, entered in a cancel culture. Well, now, yeah, but I'm talking about now with that possibly be with that most likely being dead. Maybe they put him back with Sammy, but they clearly wanted to do something with him. So. They're going to find something for him to do. It's not like they're like, hey, we don't really have anything for you to do, man. You're gone too. They're going to do something with him. So I think for him, it doesn't really impact him too much because it's not like he was a tag. It's not like he was in OVE. They were getting a good push, and then they fell apart. So I think well, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's not He's not dependent anymore. Yes, so, his character is the ultimate lackey or however they yeah. set him. Um, but there's a lot of people that ultimate lackey can say, okay, moving on <laughs> and go to somebody else. Yeah. Um, if it's Sammy, maybe it's Ace or whoever, you know, whoever's, uh, you know, is there. And I think he's a good hand. They know that. Um, I like watching him wrestle. Um, he's not a spring chicken. He's, he's in his late thirties. Um, so it's not like maybe they're looking next step for him, but he's a good hand. And I think he's great in the X division. So, yeah. So, Definitely still opportunities for him. So I think I think this impacts Dave's career more than it impacts Jake's, unfortunately. I would hope so. So number three, um, Michael Elgin has been suspended. Um, They've pulled him off of pretty much everything. I don't even think he appears on their page anymore. He does not. Um, I'm looking at the the roster now, so he does not appear on that. Uh, So what are your thoughts on that? Well, no roster page, no merchandise. and, and they said they're pulling him from every episode going forward. Here's my, I'm going to do this in two parts. Uh, red flag me if I go too long, but you should be used to it. <laughs> so um, part one, everyone knew kind of the Elgin stories prior to his hiring. Um, people even in New Japan didn't get along with them and, and so on. So the history was there. I would like to think Impact did enough research to know what they were bringing in. And by all accounts, until this week, there hasn't been any issues. Um, obviously, we'll get to that fight with him and Sammy in real life. Um, but obviously, that is, seems to be two guys passionately talking about wrestling and disagreeing. So they made the right choice, I think, in hiring him. I always defended him now prior to this, but after all the allegations, because he was cleared legally. I believe, once again, if you are proven innocent, you got to give him at least the benefit of the doubt or or a chance to live, unless, obviously, it's like OJ or somebody. 
so so that, that you know did it or you know not saying i don't know i won't get into all that of the level of what's worse but if he did the acts that they're saying horrible now the recent one is him inappropriately sending pictures of his whatever to somebody once again not going to judge but a lot of these things that i get i'm irritated about um like for the sammy uh from AEW thing okay now i'm not saying none of this is bad stuff but sometimes we're out there not trying to fix problems we're trying to get clout by there's clout again um by oh gotcha okay jimmy fallon i got you from 20 years ago you you did an impression of chris rock i'm not saying that none of those things were bad but it's not like they were done in the i don't know with with the militia it's hard to it's hard to 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 word um the level of ignorance not being a punishable crime i don't know but the point i'm getting at is it seems more like he's just a chauvinistic pig i don't know him um should he pay for if he's (laughs) just randomly sending pictures yes he should pay for it uh and he is so I'm glad they did something with the suspension. I'm glad they took his merchandise off. I'm glad they took him off television and out of this storyline because that shows that impact once again is serious about if something comes up that they think is a bad, uh, gives the impact a bad rub, they take care of it. Good. Um, now, the flip side of that, once again, I don't think what he did is something we should just roll our eyes at and move along but at the same time for them not to put his his uh product on uh discount like they do when everyone else leaves for them to immediately take him off the roster page and keep wording it as he is not in any future programming and then he came out and said oh i hope after all this settles down you know i can get back to working with them i don't think he's fired I don't think he's terminated. My honest opinion is they have him on suspension. They've worked it out with him where, hey, let's take you off the website. Let's take you out of these things here where you're also making, you know, money off of. Let's take you, you know, on off the roster page in the merch. That's his punishment. I think we see Michael Elgin back within two months. And it's just the verbiage uh of how they worded it and how he's wording it. And when asked for clarification by a website, they said, we stick by our statement. I don't think he, I don't think he's terminated. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Once again, that doesn't mean that they're not taking seriously the allegations like, and they should be taking seriously. It just means that maybe they see like, okay, man, this guy has been a decent employee literally since day one with us. Uh, he didn't do anything that's illegal per se. Um, let's just cool him off and let's do a, some longer investigation. And go from there. I don't know. I, I, it's hard. It's hard. No, I mean, I will say I do agree with there is a difference between being a shitty person and right. doing something that's illegal. There you go. <laughs> there are a lot of shitty people in wrestling. Yes. Enzo was a shitty person. Right. Enzo didn't do anything illegal. Right. He was cleared of, yes. 
Correct. So there is that. De- I mean, now, if you're a shitty person, you can lose your job for being a shitty person. I don't have a problem with that if you choose to fire someone because you're like, look, this person's a shitty person. We're just done with Rep- you. They represent my company. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it it's not the same level. And I do agree with him being suspended. Unless they're investigating something and they're looking into things. I do agree with you that he's probably going to be suspended for X amount of time and then he'll come back because they fired two other people, three other people, but due to, due to allegations and stuff, they fired two other people. So if, when everything came out, if they were going to fire him, I think they would have fired him unless by some chance they're in, they're really investigating this. But I agree. I think it's it's mostly that he'll be suspended. Um, they pull everything off of the website because once again, they're gonna excuse me, they're gonna put it back up there. Right. So they don't want to dump it for five dollars a shirt when right. two, three, six months from now they'll put it back up there. So I do agree with you on that. Um, once again, I do th- I do think he's a shitty person. Um, I also apparently he read he told a story about him pissing on somebody. Yeah. Um, that's 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 true so if i'm ranking like people in wrestling i'd want to hang out with outside of just in general it's probably not that high up on the list but at the same time right shitty people in wrestling that sums up what i was trying to say in the most easy way i appreciate that is is just there are shitty people and then there's people who do illegal things and sometimes the the most of the time there's sometimes they cry yeah Sometimes they, Everybody who does something illegal does illegal things like that is a shitty person, but not all shitty people do illegal things. Correct. So there you go. And yeah, I, mean, uh, I, think, I think that you know, at the same time, it's and, and I don't want to go back to the Sammy thing because those words he probably he really shouldn't have used, uh, saying he would he would rape uh, Sasha. Yeah. Well, okay. In context, it still isn't right, and it's really offensive for him to say but am i a person who doesn't know him can i judge him and say that in four years time he hasn't matured you know how many how much shit we've said when we were young does not make it right it's still being a shitty person but we've matured a little bit and and grew our in wisdom and life lessons and, and and saw how offensive certain things were with the times and we've changed just like other people can change so I'm hoping that's where their mindset is, is look, he's been a model employee since day one here. Um, we still feel like he did some shitty stuff that he needs to be reprimanded for. But in a few minutes, let's move on and see if this is a clean state. So number four, the fourth person who was released, or as I like to think, realized that Moose was in fact the real champion and she just couldn't compete with that anymore. So just <laughs> stopped, stopped showing up or stop doing what she was supposed to, was Tessa Blanchard, so she was terminated. So where does this leave Daga? Okay. Where does this leave intergender, intergender, intergender wrestling? And where does she go from here? So, do, do you care where we start with this? I mean, I don't care. I'm going to start with her as a human being. A 24-year-old uh, who... Obviously, he's been in the spotlight since day one due to the last name. 
and then also earn that because she's a talented, talented woman. But once again, 24 years old, in love, living in Mexico, planning a wedding. Uh, coronavirus comes. Okay, contracts running up anyways. It, it, it was a the ingredients for a combustion were there. <laughs> you have someone who obviously is known for not being the most uh, PC person, for not being the most uh, level-headed person, uh, for being more aggressive than uh, she should be. Uh, and then the age and maturity level. I don't know her, but once again, 24 even if you give her and say women are more mature than men, <laughs> we'll give her another four years, 28. I'm still learning at 33. So that's there. Uh, the not wanting to feel or the want to feel safe traveling and then not being allowed to travel. There's a lot of there's a recipe for disaster there that ha and it just happened to blow up. One, I think they did the right thing. Because they said we terminated the contract. They didn't say we fired her. They didn't say we released her. They terminated her contract. I mean, she was at fault for something. She only had a little bit left on her contract anyways. Thank you. Goodbye. Wash our hands. So I think they did the right thing. That's one. Yeah, I know you were joking, but Moose has a heavyweight title. We can work something out here. We'll get to that later, I imagine. But if she, if all the, the reports are accurate, you know, obviously she didn't send in the tape footage. Her contract was running up and she didn't want to be with them anymore uh, or stick around. Uh, didn't want to come back to drop the title the right way. Uh, so on, so on, so on. It hasn't promoted impact in forever. These are the people that a few months ago, several months ago, whatever it's been, defended you and not only made you champion regardless of the controversy that came out, which if that came out today, she should be banned from us. She would never have a, never have another chance. So it just shows her character. And now, granted, we don't know what happened behind the scenes if they're lowballing or whatever. But to to just totally hold hostage is what I've heard it it, it uh, worded as from reports. Hold hostage to title and money and payment, uh, or for the gain of money and payment, just doesn't read good person and if you're cleaning house of the bad apples you got to start with the champion if that person is going to be the person everyone looks to so there's that with her or with the company oh yeah go yeah yeah let me go on with that we'll, we'll break this up into, into three different parts because okay. it is a long one yeah. in regards to her so first off in her defense i completely understand with everything that's going on being yeah. like i don't want to travel I'm concerned about wrestling because obviously just recently this past week um, it was released that a bunch of WWE people have gotten the, gotten it. Right. So I completely understand her being like, look, I don't want to put myself in danger, even though technically, however you look at it, she's in peak physical condition. She's probably one of the people who was least likely to end up dying, but you don't know the other people in her life that she's, in contact with, are they older, things like that. So I completely understand her not wanting to do that. I also understand her being upset because one thing I've read is that I guess her contract was supposed to end before Slammiversary, but because of the fact that 
she had missed the time with COVID, Impact was like, okay, we're going to take this time that you missed and add it onto your contract. And then I can understand her being like, hold on. Fuck that. I don't want to do that. That's not that it shouldn't work that way. This is obviously a uh, pandemic, not like I'm just not showing up kind of thing. So once again, I understand Impact's thought behind it. I understand her thought. As well, let, me, once, let me bring something up there. We don't know what's make the mentions. We don't know what her contract reads. Correct. I'm just I'm just saying if that's her if her belief. But if in WWE, for instance, if it is worded anything like theirs, if an injury or something prevents the person from doing their job, it can be rolled into the back. So we don't know the. No, correct. So, I mean, I, I agree with, I understand where Impact's coming from as a company. I understand her being like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I get, I get both people on that. Okay. But at the same time, I don't like the whole, hey, I'm not going to do, to send the videos. Like, you're a wrestler. You understand how wrestling goes. I mean, even if, even if you knew your contract was up before Slammiversary, did you think you were just going to dip out with the title? Like, this isn't, the Monday Night Wars where people she's not going to show up on AEW holding up the Impact title that would never happen like so you had to understand that at some point you're going to drop the title so why are you just ignoring everything like that to me is my only issue with it I mean she would do it supposedly but for a pay payday yeah but like but I mean you I mean you understand like you're not going to get some type of massive payday to come drop a title so for that I mean, also, I mean, where does she go from here? Unfortunately, I don't know if she's going to WWE. I read that when she was in the Mae Young Classic, she pissed everybody off there. Apparently, that was like three days of taping, and everybody hated her. So she's not going there. AEW now, depending on who you are, if you're if you're the Hogan's, they're going to ban you from life. Right. If you're Jack Swagger, you just keep doing what you're doing. Um. So she may be allowed there. She may not. It just kind of depends on. She'll 100% be allowed there. Let's, let's... Yeah, you know. Yeah, let's basically, know. are they are they going to pretend like they care? Probably not. They'll probably ignore everything with her. So yeah. she may go there, but are people going to want her? I mean, if she – her obviously her dad's there. Right. But if she continues to piss people off, at this point, you've burned bridges with WWE. You've burned bridges with Impact. AEW's it at that point. You're not going to ROH. They're going out of business, basically. Um, well, but I mean, like, I, from yeah, so, so well, I really, I really think that she's got to be careful because wherever she goes, she has to grow up quick, or else she's going to be in a situation where she's going to find herself 27 years old and have no place that wants her. Well, right now she's what 24. 24, yeah. So. I, I think 100% AEW will take. I think even WWE might take. The problem is, I don't think anyone's going to take her. Well, AEW might actually. Let's, let's go there because they seem desperate to take. They say they want to create stars, and that's why I think that's their them saying, well, I won't get to it. Saying, I don't want to shit on them. Pro, pro wrestling. Um, I think they'll take her in a heartbeat. Uh I don't know if they're cool with the intergender stuff on TNT. So I don't know if I think she would be in the women's division. Uh, so I don't know if that's good enough for her and her, her eyes. Uh, 
but it seemed like she already had a plan of where she wanted to go. So, um, you know, good riddance, good riddance. Is she a talent? Yeah. Uh, does she have a lot of growing up to do? It seems so. Uh, I'm more so I'm sure we'll talk about the world title situation. So I won't get into that part of it. Uh, it just, once again, shitty person doing shitty things. Um, we don't know both sides, but I imagine it's somewhere along the lines of where she's at. I just can't see a hit. I just can't see her going to AEW and the amount of lack of better term sheep that are fans of it can defend her enough when people finally say, wait, isn't that that racist chick? Do you know what I mean? So that's going to be a hard pill to swallow, especially when he comes out and bans people that had no interest in going there in the first place. So I, it's going to be hard for her. I agree with you. Um, but that's her, that's her, her, her choice and in, in the path she's creating for herself. Now, as far as intergender wrestling, I want to get to that really so quick. You mentioned that. Let's go to that. Um, I think, I think it puts the kibosh at least an impact for now on that. Do I enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoy it. Does it make it more difficult to make it more believable? And, and there's a lot more work that goes into that. Yeah. And that's why I can see them not doing it. Uh, it's easier to write a male versus male, female versus female match um, and, and get it over easier than trying to make it believable. I feel like the other way. Um, so they might be able to kind of just take a breather. Now, do they have storylines and stuff they probably have written for that they could throw, say, a tie in or someone who deserves to be something a little, you know, higher on the on the uh, the pecking order? Yeah, sure. Um, but I just see them kind of getting away from it, bringing back the TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call them, knockouts, tag championship, just kind of building the divisions and still respecting the knockouts, um, but keeping them with the knockouts. I think it's over for now. No, I mean, I agree. I, I think I don't mind intergen, intergender wrestling for a um, for an angle here or there. Right. I, I don't like it being a champion because one, every person that goes up against a woman is going to be the is going to be the heel. Like, let's be realistic. Tessa comes back, and this is all a ruse. She will be the heel. Yeah, be, you're right. In this in this rare situation, but let's be let's be realistic. Can you imagine AJ Styles coming back face AJ just beating a woman like Yeah. That's just weird. Bully Rakes do it because he's already always a heel. Is Sting gonna come back and beat women Kurt Angle? No. Those guys aren't gonna do it. So they're they've gotta be heels. Um and I do think it puts you in a bad spot because writing one angle. Tessa versus whoever, Jordan versus whoever. You can do that. You can create matches. You can make it work. But eventually, when you continue to go, you constantly have to say, okay, how do we make this competitive? How do we figure this out? What do we do? So I, I do think that it may be used for an angle here or there, but I don't think you're going to see a situation where it's you know, another woman becomes champion. Maybe the X Division where the guys are a little bit smaller. But even that, I mean, Willie Mack – it's huge. Like he's not size wise. He, he great wrestler, but not your 160 pound. He's not amazing red out there. So <laughs> I just, I, I do agree with you. I think it'll end the long, like any woman having a title shot, but I could see an angle here or there. Um, 
in regards to Daga, I mean, I don't think this impacts him at all because there's multiple people whose spouses or girlfriends or husbands or boyfriends, whatever, are in other companies. John Moxley and Renee Young are in two different companies. Yeah, but I think what it's saying is because she's living with him in Mexico, uh, they're about to get married. Does he be like, yes, I'm with her, or, or does he just show up for his work in America? Now, really quick, yeah, there's people that work in different companies, but the same with, you know, Jay Chris, does that affect from impact standpoint? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But from his standpoint, what do you think? You think you don't think so? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I don't I don't think he's going to WWE. I don't think he's going to AEW. They already have a crowded roster as is. You bring him along. If they if it guarantees signing her, I'm sure they would. I he's, mean, if that's the case, yeah. But I mean he's but let's be realistic. I think his best chance to actually do something oh, is in impact. So to me, Unless you're just going to ride her coattails and say, hey, I like with um, Killer Cross and uh, Scarlett Ordo, mm-hmm. I understood it because she's his manager. So in situations like that, it makes sense for if he leaves for her to go because right. they're, a, they're a package deal. They work well together. Okay. For him, it, it's – I mean, hell, you've got Taya and – Johnny Impact from WWE and so they Impact has clearly shown that they have no issue saying, "Hey, that's the key. your spouse left. We're not going to bury you for it. We're not going to punish you. Right. We're more than happy to push you as a star." So I think for him, it I don't think it really impacts him unless he decides it wants to. And if he decides it wants to, I think it's going to hurt him because I I think he has a better shot in Impact than he does in AEW or WWE or. Any place else they're going to send them, or that she's going to go. Good point. Oh, by the way, for some reason on his impact uh, page, mm-hmm. it mentions stuff from Ace Austin. So it's like the newest protege of Conan is looking to make waves in the United States after making a name for himself in AAA in Mexico. Dog is now signed with Impact Wrestling and will make an incredible, an incredible addition to the X Division once he gets rolling. On October 20th at Bound for Glory in Chicago, Austin defeated Jake Chris to become the new Impact Division X champion. Austin is must-see TV already. It is the new X Division champ. The demand for Ace Austin will rise. I'm like... Thank you for uh, reading all of it. <laughs> I mean, I want to let people know. So, yeah. So, maybe, maybe, he's re- maybe him and Ace Austin are really the same person. It's just like maybe Clayface from Batman. Maybe they're face. Maybe they're suicide. Maybe, All right, what's exactly. The, we got any more? We should have one more, right? We have one more. Uh, the World Championship curse continues. Okay. And what's next for it? Well, point, point to point one, yes. The the championship Madden uh, World Heavyweight Championship curse uh, continues. Um, and to that point, and I've been trying to pull back from saying it from point one to now, um, because we mentioned Tessa throughout this. They have to stop giving the title to people that's contract is running up. It's got to stop. When, when, when is enough is enough that they realize, okay, well, let's give it to Aries. Oh, he's leaving. 
Let's give it to, to Johnny Impact. Oh, he left. Let's give it to Cage. Oh, oh, he's gone. Tessa, all of these people except Sammy, five of the last six champions are gone. There has to be a point. And, and yes, back when we originally addressed this, I said, you know, it's nice to them to say, hey, good job. Goodbye. Uh, thanks for all you did for us. Boom. But there's a difference between people like Johnny Impact who says, you know what, my contract ran up, I'll drop the title, then I'll go drop, I'll go do this X Division match. My contract's already up, but I'll do it with Rich Swan, put him over, and I'll say goodbye. There's those human beings. And then there's shitty people who will hold hostage, the title hostage, who won't send in videos that are already planning to go to, go to AEW or promoting that from them even when they were in Impact. There's a big difference there. Um, and obviously the percentage of good people to bad people in wrestling seems to be a, a big difference there. Um, so they need to stop giving it to people who are on their way out. Uh, I'm done with that. I don't care if it's a thank you. They could give them a card and a Rolex um, and a recommendation. But as far as what should happen, I know we mentioned Moose has the Impact Championship. I think five people were supposed to be in that match, right? And, right, five. You take away Tessa, the champion. You take away Michael, the other challenger. So you've got Eddie, Ace, Trey. Eddie, Ace, Trey. That's it. So I think to salvage it, which would quickly in the eyes of um, it, of the fans be cool. I think you do King of the Mountain. I think you do King of the Mountain. You put the TNA heavyweight championship up so Moose comes in it and you leave one spot to a mystery opponent. That mystery opponent could be whoever. Um, I think it would be cool if Moose won and kept and he's now officially the champion and it just elevates that moose character even more maybe the mystery person comes and actually helps him um who knows uh i think there's a lot of possibilities but i think to make it happen um you're not gonna i think you throw that art deco owl belt in the trash and you use the tna one and, and maybe put some impact stuff on it if that's the route you want to go update it a little bit so Right now, um, in regards to Slammiversary, it's Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey, and to be announced. Four. So it'll, be a, it'll be a fatal four-way for the Bacon Impact World Championship. Now, that's Wikipedia. Take it for what it is. Um, wow. Once again, Vacant holds the Impact title. He's run through multiple companies and has had multiple reigns at every champion. He's still the best. So he's still there. He's still an Impact. We get the joke. All right. Um, so in regards to the oh, the whole curse, the people you named, yeah, those they're big stars. Like the reason why they're champions is because they're big stars, and they're leaving because they're outside of Tessa. Because as much as she's as much as she's a a big star, I don't think she's on the level of the other guys, and maybe in women's wrestling, but she wasn't like right. this wasn't a musty this wasn't a must have person. I'm I think. Yeah. The other people left because they were big stars 
and companies offered them more money or they went to whether you think AEW is or not, it is a bigger spotlight than Impact just because of its its ability to. I'm more talking to our viewers um, because of their because of their ability that the TV network that it is on. It is a bigger, it is a brighter spotlight than Impact. So all those guys left with Austin Aries when he did the whole really weird like no sell walkout thing. He thought that was part going to be part of an, an angle that he was going to come back for from everything from what I've read. So then something happened between them and he didn't. So it, a, according to him, I think he thought he was going to be back in Impact doing something. So I don't think it's a big I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that the champions leave. I do agree with you that when you have a situation where you're firing a champion or your champion is promoting um another another company but like Galloway, Lashley, those guys, EC3, those guys aside from EC3 who nothing's happening with him but the other two guys are doing something so them leaving is just hey, we got a chance. Now, would I like to see them get somebody like Eddie Edwards a title or Moose who have shown we're loyal to TNA and we're going to stay here? Yeah, I would love that, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that the elite level stars that are there are getting yeah. runs. It's to I me, it's that. no different than saying, "Hey, the best player on the um, Utica Comets every year he leaves." Yes. Yeah, because like Here's it's kind of one of those things. I see what you're saying, but my thing is in the NBA. Guys, now it's just the it's it's the the times have changed. People aren't loyalty isn't there. What it's more about is is the player first, which you can argue maybe that's what it should have been all along. But it's that sweet spot that everyone wants, where the player is loyal and the team. Yeah. The team. Um, but I think those days are gone. So they sign two year contracts and they move on to the next thing. That's great. Everyone has that same advantage. All thirty NBA teams. Okay. In wrestling, Impact is the only one, though, that believes in that philosophy. So they're signing people. Yeah, well, they're signing people to two-year contracts with that knowledge of, oh, it's okay. We build them, they move on, and we keep going. Okay, wonderful. But if you're going to be major players or you think you can get back to being number two, let alone number one in America – you're going to need to start locking people up that you build and being able to benefit from their skills that they developed under your leadership. Now, the reason, and this goes back to sports as well, if you give you get someone on a rookie contract, this is what I hate about the Dolphins and the Knicks, my two teams, of course. I love them to death, but the two things they've always done is they use them rookie contracts, they build the stars up, and then they and ship they them send off. them to Pittsburgh where they become bigger send stars. Pittsburgh, or they said, no, you're, that's a different situation. You send them to somewhere when their contract's about to be up because you don't want to pay them. And then you got to start from scratch again. So the fans are the once again, the ones who are punished. The business side of it's good for them. And that's wonderful. The problem is, is how long can that business run like that without people being like, who the hell is loyal to impact? Who is an impact star? We can't tell you who an impact star is besides maybe Sammy Callahan because all the rest have left. 
so Eddie is one. Moose is one. Yes. Uh, EC3 comes back now. He's one if he is. Uh, so you're going to, they need to start building people who are synonymous with impact. Impact is synonymous with that. So you mentioned sports in the NBA. And here's the thing I'll say to you. DeMar DeRozan would have retired in Toronto and lived the rest of his life in that glorious city. Instead, they sent his ass to the Spurs, brought in Kawhi, and got a championship. And then Kawhi left. Now, I understand there's nothing like that championship in wrestling. But if you can get people to watch because Johnny Impact's there, because Austin Aries is there, because Brian Cage is there, those guys leave, maybe they'll stay around and they'll watch Moose and Eddie and Ace Austin and the Rascals, and they'll be like, you know what? This is a good product. So I think that could potentially be their thought process behind it of saying, hey, we'll grab the big stars. We'll make them the champions. We'll put them in that headline pay-per-view match of Johnny Impact versus Austin Aries. Someone will buy the pay-per-view, and they'll be like, man, the rest of this pay-per-view was really good. Let me either A, start watching, or B, let me get the next one. Here's the problem, and I agree with you there. Once again, you're talking from a business standpoint. From a business standpoint, oh, yeah, it's cool that we got this buy rate. We got this rating. Uh, we got their money. We give them that big match, and then they move on. That's good for us. The problem is, is yes, maybe you do hook one person who is sticks around for another three years until the people that they got excited about on that undercard are now gone as well. So it's, it can't be that cycle. Could it be like that for to get their feet on the ground and get back in the game? Yes. But now if they're taking a big swing with what we'll get to later, maybe Gallows and Anderson and EC3 come back and maybe all these things happening, now is the time to lock in your foundation, especially since you're having some buzz, you're making some money. That needs to be that next step. I, I will agree do. with you there. If, they're, if their goal is to swing, is to become part of the big three, then they do if you know if they want to make it a big three and not a big one and a middle size two. Um, I think we're gone. Yeah, but I'm saying if if that's their goal is to make it, hey, we want it to be Impact AEW WWE. Then they do. They need to get people in there. They need to develop those guys, and they do need to keep them. Um, you can't just have people leave. But if their goal is to just slowly build their audience, I don't think bringing in big stars, making them champions, and then them leaving is necessarily a bad thing. So. But, all right, so that is our topics, our five topics. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with a quick seven. And it's going to be a real quick seven this time. <laughs> All right, and we are back with a quick seven. We're going to attempt to make it a quick seven this time and not a medium seven. Um, <laughs> so first one is Slammiversary Ruined. Uh, uh, no, short answer. Uh, we will make this a quick seven, uh, and I won't jump the gun. I'll say this. I feel confident that Slammiversary will be A-OK. The, what's already lined up is, is fire. It's going to make it's, – it's good stuff. And in the main event, they can easily fix that. I have no problem with it. Uh, I think maybe, if anything, this actually makes Impact or Slammiversary a little more intriguing. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I don't think we had talked a couple episodes ago about like Tessa losing the title 
how do you get it off of her, so on and so forth. You don't have to worry about that. You can just let the people go. Whoever you want to win, wins. Um, right now, the Slammiversary card is Willie Mack versus Chris Bay, Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo, and then ASOS and Eddie Edwards Trey versus To Be Announced. That To Be Announced could be Moose. It could be somebody new. Um, so I still think there's a lot of inter- interest there, and I also think that um, even without Tessa, the other two matches – Jordan Grace and William Max, but both of those are really good as well. So I don't think it's ruined at all. I'm excited about it. Uh, number Thank two. You. Well, real quick, I just want, I do want to mention <clears throat> with the uh, with the lineup there for the main event, and I didn't mention this prior. I hope no matter who the fourth person is, I think it would be cool if it was Eddie. I think he deserves it. You said you mentioned that too, that him kind of being that homegrown guy that's going to be there. You mean winning it, not be the fourth person because he's already in there. Ooh. He can't be the third and the fourth person. Eddie? Correct. No, there's going to be someone else. Well, you said the fourth person. I hope it's Eddie. I'm like, well... Oh, whatever. I don't know how I will. (laughs) Stop making me lose my track. Uh, You hope he wins. I hope it's Eddie. I hope Moose isn't in this match. And then Moose-Eddie, I love that feud. I agree. I think it would be better if Moose keeps his title and then afterwards comes out and says, I'm still the champion and you go into the feud. So, Impact Management. How are you feeling about Impact Management? In this, I, I, I'm actually going to take that as part B of this that Slammiversary one. The one, I, the reason I feel so confident about Slammiversary still being badass is because of Impact Management. For the first time in a very long time, all of the, it had all of this stuff happened with old Impact Management. I would, I would be done. I'm going to be honest. I'd be done because I would not feel there was a chance to dig out of it or do the right thing when the issue arose and not only did they get rid of the trash uh they're making the best out of it as far as moving forward with the new talent and stuff i just feel like we're in an okay position no i definitely agree um i think new impact management since they've come on they've had a plan and they stuck with the plan um i obviously think there could be some big signings but old impact management was the kind who was like oh who's this washed up person from wwe let's oh. grab him and bring him in because he was in yes. wwe yeah, yeah yeah and it just like I, I they haven't done that um i think they're they've been smart about things i think they're smart about this so i think that moving forward i think i think impacts in a really good place with the management uh number three is team canada or the team formerly known as team canada because the two people you thought were going to be in it or two of the main oh. people are no longer with them. So clearly that team has dissolved or the thought of that team. Wasn't two? Tessa and Elgin? This is American, man. Is she? Whatever. Oh, no, I'm thinking of um, Taya. Taya. Yeah. My bad. I was, um, I was thinking Tessa. So I think Team Canada, I think the reason that is because I've been mentioning forever about these stupid shirts. Uh, one is Paparazzi Productions. Yeah. Oh, three, excuse me, Aces and Eights and, uh, and Team Canada. Uh, and now Elgin, I don't know if they'll continue the storyline, was talking to someone. He kept calling Sir about being a team player, whatever. I think it happens still. I think you just switched some roles. I don't know what they originally had planned, but you have Eric Young be that Elgin, the Elgin leader, if that's what they, they were going to do. You bring in Lance Storm and Bret Hart and whoever else you have to bring. Uh, throw Madison in there since she was trained at the Heart Dungeon <laughs> in the North, and you're fine. It, Team Canada can still happen. They don't have to change plans for that, but so slightly. Um, I hope it still happens. Um, 
first off, fuck all those people. Your only leader should be Petey Williams. The Canadian destroyer himself comes back as Team Canada Petey. That's the person who should lead it. A main eventer or just like a, a Scott Demore like manager? I mean, he should lead it. He should, I mean, he can go after the X Division title. He should be in charge. <laughs> you need someone. You need your your you need your leader to have a five star finisher, and the Canadian Destroyer is that in a one star match. Next question. <laughs> no, every match that the Canadian Destroyer is used is at minimum a four star match. If he walks out Canadian Destroyer somebody and pins him, that's four stars. Right. Um, but no, I, I do think you can still do it, Eric Young. I think obviously if you want to bring in Petey Williams, you can. Um, you can, you have other options. So, and, and if we really believe Elgin is coming back, you can always do something where you have PD be the leader. And then when Elgin comes back, then he challenges PD, boom, he takes charge. So I think that's another option you have there as well. Uh, the next, apparently the third new shirt you bought behind your paparazzi productions and team Canada shirts was aces and eights. So what do you think about them? Are they coming? How you feel? See, okay, before all of this, you know, it's it's you gotta take it. I'm trying to think one way or the other. First, they were very subtle hints and kind of things adding up, and I got excited. And they never even mentioned Ace and Ace. It's just something that I kind of was like, oh, if Doc Gallows comes back, and so that was a wishful thinking. Now the the what was subtle hints are now very big. Hey, there's an Aces and Eights vest on D'Lo's chair, and he's talking about getting the gang back together. So are they playing with us? Is it really going to happen? I don't know. Um, the problem is, is who, everybody who was in Aces and Eights is, is trying to get the rub on Twitter right now. So you got all these guys who were the guys without the mask being taken off, asking for jobs. You have Wes Briscoe talking about it. Ugh, Garrett Bishop. So if anything, I one, I do hope it comes back. Two, I hope it's not those people. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm okay with Ace and Ace coming back. Let's slow down D'Lo on getting the old gang back together. Sometimes the gang just needs to stay separated. Yeah, you can, you can get a better gang. Yeah. I'm okay with Gallows coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anderson coming back with him. Yeah. D'Lo. Sure. I don't know what Bully Ray's doing, but I don't think he's doing much. Could be back. Maybe bring in Velvet as their new test mocker. Whatever. No. I mean, if all she has to do is be a valet, though, it's fine. No. Um, she's been trying to get. I think it's time for her to come back. Her bring in Angelina too. Whatever. Um, no. but no, I definitely think they need to come back. I think that Anderson and Gallo. It's. I mean, they work. Well. They're. They're a great tag team. They're a great comedy team as well like they can joke around and I think you can bring them in and they can do those similar jokes that they did on the club with aces and eights I think I it would work they, if they they're, they should come or not we know we want them to come oh, no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about them with aces and eights like if they okay. come in I think it I think bringing back aces and eights work and I do think bringing back Bully Ray would be a good option as well I honestly think it would be hilarious if you just literally did the same reveals like the exact same way because no, no one was watching back then anyway, so they don't know what happened. They were, one. 
uh, a lot of people were started watching then because that's around the time that it came to yeah no yeah it's time a candidate to overseas um but i'm okay with most of those people i'm okay with the three-man group of anderson gallows and uh bully that'd be cool and uh, Devo and uh d-lo i like yeah D-Lo. sure and crimson maybe so anyways uh d-lo uh yeah sure uh ken anderson i think is a foregone conclusion he'd be part of it again um who knows maybe bully raised the fourth guy in the heavyweight championship match and uh Anderson Gallows help him win. Who knows? So. That'd be cool. So, number one, two, three, four, well, five. I hate when championship on the first night, but anyways. Yeah, I mean he's he's an old guy. He's not somebody who's come. He's not like a brand new guy. So, uh, next one is a video game. Yeah. So uh, we haven't mentioned this prior, and I think it's called Virtual Basement. Is that what it's called? Uh, it's making a wrestling game, and they're getting all indie people the rights to indie people's. Uh, uh, characters and whatever and they're going to be in the game and whatever and there was a large amount of uh impact people that had signed on to do it then it kind of got swept under the rug because of all this other craziness that came out but impact had pulled their people their their employees from the game all of a sudden knew they signed it or or were going to do it weeks later or months later i don't even know it feels like months i think um they took them out so that's the setup for this I think we finally get, we're getting a video game from Impact again. And I think that's the reason. That's all I'm going to say, but I, I believe that's going to happen sooner than we oh, Well, first off, their old video game still looks better than three-fourths of the stuff WWE puts out. There was a comparison of uh, Booker T in the Impact game and in like WWE like 2018 or 19. And yeah. he looked better in the Impact game. So, I mean, I do think a new game would be nice. I mean, he was also 10 years younger in the Impact game. So, No, I'm talking about it actually looked like yeah, I know. him. As opposed to it looking like some random dude who wasn't him. Um, I mean, I do I, – I think having a video game is nice. I, I wonder, though, because – they're they're hard to make. Um, they're hard to make realistic. I think if you're, I really think they would almost be better off doing a like one for the Xbox or PS4 marketplace that's maybe like a 16-bit graphic, so it looks older, and then you can add like more like oh build a stable like maybe do like more an in-depth story mode, but the graphics are a little more cartoony so that. You don't have to worry about that. Well, it's like, a, um, like a No Mercy, uh, NWO, WCW Revenge, that kind of game. That'd be something. Cool. I mean, if they do something like that, but yeah, maybe, but maybe not look to the such high graphics, but maybe do something that's a little bit more like graphics. under. They were the, the 64, man. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying don't do like high graphics like on PS4. Uh, Trying oh. to make like make, trying to make it look like WWE because that stuff, when you get to that point, everything that's wrong when the hair doesn't fall right, it looks super out of place and awkward. Whereas if you do like a sixty-four game, you understand. So I think that would be a better option. I think that would be a better option for them, and I think it would be fun if they did it. Yeah. What? Would you play it? Yeah, I mean, I love. I play. I have WWE No Mercy now. I play it. I play it too. All right, next love up. that game. All right, so are you worried about the future of Impact? 
No. Is this the number seven? What's number six? That's number six. Okay, well, after this segment, we're actually going to go to a little thing where we're going to look at the Impact roster and, and kind of see uh, where they are. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I think to make it short, I, like I said, I'm, I trust Impact Management right now. It seems like if the hype is real, there's a crop of guys that are going to come in that are uh, pretty damn good. Uh, and I think that some of these guys coming in have friends that uh, might want to come back eventually when their contract's over as well. So I think we'll be okay. Um, no, I mean, I agree with you. I think that with – a lot of people being released, I think it gives them a lot of talent to pull from. I think a lot of talent out there is good talent. It's not like over-the-hill guys or guys that were just meh. These are people that you can bring in and really do something with. Um, right. I unfortunately don't think, no matter who you bring in, um, I don't think you're getting any phenomenal talent back there. I think that's probably staying in the WWE no matter what, even when his contract is up, um, coaching at the uh, Performance Center. But I think the guys that are out there now as free agents, I think Impact is going to get some of them there unless those video packages are just the biggest tease ever. They're going to get some of them. And I think the ones that are out there, they can do something with, especially people like if EC3 comes back, who was already an established star. Uh, the last one in the quick seven is the draft. Oh, our draft. Okay. Uh so, yeah, we'll make this quick. Uh, draft is actually complete. Uh, we are filming uh, stuff for it now, and uh, it should be coming out with uh, analysts and grades and, and all stuff that we mentioned in the previous episode. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Go Owls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right, so we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to take a look at the Impact roster to just kind of go over that, what's there now, and then we will say goodbye. So see you guys in a bit after this. I don't know what this break is. Is it a music break? Commercial, Max. Commercial break. I prefer music breaks, but we'll take a commercial break now. Today is the day. With a past. Aside from the money they've saved, all they've got left to show for what they did is their legacy. Stinger! Woo! But today... 
telling all of you, especially the young women out there, that with hard work, a lot of sacrifice, and fighting for what you believe in, that dreams can come true. And I am living proof. We welcome them. Because today, we build. We build a brand, a roster, a team. 90 men and women will be chosen. Who will go where? Where will you pledge your allegiance? The time has come. Our time is now. TNAIW presents Draft Day 2020. So in the spirit of the draft that we were just mentioning, we we're going to do a little something fun here. Um, we've been kept mentioning why we're not nervous or why we are nervous or what, you know, wherever the roster stands right now. So right now on your screen, you're going to see uh, what the roster looked like prior to all this happening. Right. Okay. So then we're going to delete uh, Dave Christ. Oh my God. This is just a Jake. Oh Lord. Sorry, Jake. Uh, so get rid of Dave Christ. Uh, you get rid of, let's Tessa. see, Tessa. She's gone, gone. We can both say that. I don't think it's a work. Um, Elgin, I think, suspended, but we'll still delete him for that purpose. And then Joey Ryan as well. Okay. So this is what the roster looks like right now. We're going to talk about divisions a little bit. Uh, I think we can chill on the knockouts because the knockouts is, like we said last time, maybe the most stacked it's been. Uh in a very, very, very long time, if not of all time. It's it's front to back beautiful. Um, so let's put them all in the knockouts division. So let's focus on heavyweight, uh, X division, and tags. And I guess middle kind of card kind of goes with the heavyweight one as well. So I think we uh, agreed off uh, camera that to for most of these divisions besides heavyweight, because we're talking mid-card as well, you're looking for at least five names or, or five characters that could kind of be uh, in that picture, one always having the belt for kind of vying for it. So do we have that now? Um, as you look at the screen now, is were those big losses in some regards? Yeah, um, especially in the heavyweight division. But we're going to see what it would look like with certain pieces that we think may be coming or could be coming and and where that puts uh, the roster, I guess. So before we add anybody else, uh, that Ace Austin is going to stay in that heavyweight division. I agree. Uh, especially now uh, that uh, it's kind of lessened, I would say that he's a, a foregone conclusion that he's still in it. Uh, Trey, on the other hand, I don't know if I agree with him staying there. It kind of was more storyline oriented compared to uh, he's that. He hasn't even won the X Division title yet. Uh, will he max the champion? So I think face-face, I think maybe that's a reason. But he has been attacked and stuff, so I'm sure he'll have a storyline after this. Um, but I think Trey's a, a betweener. I think we can a tweener, so we can wait on that. Who else in there sticks out to you as being heavyweight champion material, where it's like, I could see him, but no. Like, they are heavyweight Yeah, champions. I mean, Eddie Edwards, obviously. I, I agree with that as well. Moose. Okay. And Sammy Callahan. Okay. 
I think that's kind of the ones that I would kind of. I think them are. That's the ones you could say. You put the belt on tomorrow. I'm not going to be like, what the, f-? you know? Yeah. Uh, so that leaves two. Uh, I don't know if right now what Impact needs is someone to step up. I think Ace Austin is already their project when it comes to that. So I think let's put. Would you put EC3 back in there and, and lock yeah, him I mean, in? If EC3 comes in, I think he goes right in there. Um, I mean, Rusev is obviously out there. Now, I think he made the statement that it could be any Bulgarian coming to Impact. <laughs> So there's a, clearly another Bulgarian out there who could also step in, but I think Rusev steps in as well. Um, yeah, I think I think those two would probably be. I, I I agree with you there. I think those two, even if Eric Young comes back, uh, I think he doesn't come maybe back as a full time heavyweight guy of it. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, Bully Ray is another person I could see going yeah. there. But as we and I don't know what kind of graphics we'll get on here, but as we play with what the heavy division, heavyweight division could or couldn't look like, uh, I think EC3 and Rusev are those two that maybe make it with maybe Bully and Eric kind of helping as well. I also wouldn't mind if Anderson and Gallows just Carl Anderson on his own. I think he's a really good wrestler. I think he could. Well, you don't think that's maybe a not a reclamation project, a, a development project, even though he's a little established already. He's not been a singles heavyweight guy. I mean, yet. that's true, but I mean, I, I think if you're, you would put him probably at the bottom end of that. But I think right. he would still be someone who you could say, oh, okay, and then go from there. But yeah, I agree. EC3 or Rusev would be the two easy ones. Yeah. Now, if obviously you could play around with it and say EC3 and Bully Ray, and then you have EC3, Bully Ray, Sammy, Moose, Eddie, and Ace. Still good, yeah. uh, but I the fresh blood of I think you have something in every person there. You have the up and coming and ace. You have the veterans in Eddie and Moose. Uh, one who is one 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 who is not. You have the guy who won it that went crazy and and whatever. Um, who doesn't need the belt? And you have EC three who is coming back and was a champion. And then you have Rusev who should be in that picture in the old his old company. Uh, and definitely in this one. Yeah. Uh, so I think it, a lot of different developing uh, cool storylines would come out of that. So we'll go with tag teams since you just mentioned them. Okay. If, if we're going to say they come in, we'll call them the club just to make it easy for us. Um, if the club comes in, they're obviously top of the line with the North, right? I think that's fair to say that the North and the club are established correct now, so then you've got the rascals i think that's i think that well i keep saying that they're just a little bit still off I, they got to get their attire and everything ready you know all in the same package but as far as they're stoners their attire shouldn't be together they uh, should each wear different things because they can't they were too busy no, smoking up to figure out what everybody was going to wear no, I'm just saying that they do wear the same things, but I don't like it being black in color. It should just be green in color, right? I don't know. Be a stereotype. Uh, but anyways, I think the Rascals, even though they're not yet, there yet, they are what we said they they should be when we talked about it last. You have your two big, and then you can bring someone in, in that three-way. And yeah. So I think that's them. I mean, you've got... I mean, looking at the roster, you've got... I mean, Desi Hit Squad is still listed. I don't know if they're... 
We don't know if they'll come back. Officially there. Um, you've got the Deaners are on there. Deaners are established. Do I see them as contenders? Even though I like both of them now, and I, I really like Jake something on his own, I just I don't know if I see them in that. I don't know. Reno Scum. Same situation for me. And XXXXXXL. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so all of those are kind of unknowns. I would say out of all those, probably the Deaners uh, are the most put together. I could see them having a run kind yeah. of thing. But it's going to take a lot of work to get them there because they've been the comedy act for so long. Um, but I think it's fair to put them up there. I also think, so them are four, that's where we're looking right now, is the club, the North, the Rascals, the Deaners. Is there one more, is it Reno Scum that kind of fits out that five? Or do Motor City come back? I mean, Motor City coming back is obviously Put them huge. in there. I think if, they're, they're not a, a tag team, but if Rusev and Aiden English come over, I think they instantly fit in as a tag team as well. Okay. And we I have to mention, even though I don't want it to happen, if Pete Slater comes in, he would be with Rhino. And they yeah, I, mean, I, if, I mean, if they come in, I think they instantly go in there because they've got good history together. So, Yeah. But as and far then, as established. And then if you want to fit something together, you could always do Sammy and Jake Chris could come together and be a tag team. If you're looking at kind of like out-of-the-box stuff to kind of figure things. So, I mean, they've got some options. Where they choose to go, it kind of depends. But I definitely feel like tag team may be the the weakest of of their divisions right now. Maybe bring back Ink Ink. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) So, X Division. Uh, like we just mentioned, or you just mentioned in the card for Slammiversary, Willie Mack and, uh, and uh, Chris Bay have to be the cornerstones right yeah. now. Oh, I agree. There's nothing missing in with them guys. Uh, uh, Willie Mack coming into his own right now. Crazy Steve. You know, I think he's a good character. They keep developing him. He got kind of the shit end of the stick with the uh, cancel culture match being canceled. Uh, or deleted off the episode. So um, hopefully he was in a feud that we could see him back on television and they didn't have to edit him out from here on. Um, I don't know, man. X Division to me, he doesn't say X Division to me. I think he's a good mid-card guy, good tag team guy, but X Division is a style. uh, You know, I don't know, to me. That's fine. I I think Trey goes back there, though. I say Trey definitely goes back there. Yeah, I think Trey had to leave the scene because he it was a storyline thing, but also Willie Mack's a face. Willie Mack versus Trey, you don't want to turn the rascal's heel. Uh, but I think we start with that. Swan, Rich Swan, when he does come back, I would imagine they give him the rub and go him to or, or push to to go to the heavyweight division. Yeah. But there is the, the built-in storyline of, of Mac and him. Maybe something goes on there. But, uh, you think Jake Chris, maybe? You know, it depends on what they do with him. If I just want, and I felt 
not I felt bad, but I don't take him seriously when he won the championship because they gave him a little rub and then it died off. And then it wasn't really treated like he was a singles, uh, you know, one that they really wanted to push. It was like he was a holdover for that, that period of time. Um, so if they do it right and they actually give him a gimmick and he's the guy and he's not a lackey per se, I'm all for it. We don't know what's happening. Uh, I think that's hard, but I think depending on situation and gimmick, possibly, possibly. TJP is obviously. I think TJP goes there. there. We have to mention them during tag team because he's with Falaba, but. I like him better as an X Division guy. I I do too. And I do love, obviously, I love my Filipinos, uh, but, (laughs) but. Paula could do his own thing. I think, I don't think he really needs TJ. They could still be friends. Uh, you know, the Filipinos think so be uh, their gimmick. Um, but I like TJP in the X division. Plus I think there's some good matchups. We've been really kind of uh, missing TJP, Chris Bay, Trey, Willie Mack. That's a cool four right there. Um, but I'd say we need one more. Do you have Rob Van Dam? Down with you that. thought I was gonna go PD Williams, didn't you? I thought you were going. Yeah. <laughs> I can see RVD in there. It's a big name. He, he just be- comes back. He just so similar to how Abyss ran through the X division and was like the thing that they had to overcome. He can be that. I'm hey, I'm hey. the star. Yeah, I'm a star. I'm better than you guys. Look at I'm gonna take the X division title and none of you can beat me. Instead yeah. of just being, and he can't climb the <laughs> ultimate right. X, right. he can actually put a, a character around it. So I right. think I think he would be a good option. I would have said Rockstar Spud, but he's staying well, in WWE. There's somebody that you would have mentioned before that I really wasn't sure of, and now I'm kind of thinking maybe he attacked Trey. Because when, when I think about it, when you think of who attacked Trey, it's either got to be the person that he was going to face in some storyline with that. It's got to be one of his friends because that's what it is. Or it's got to be somebody who's not with the group yet that they can have a good feud. I think it's Leo Rush. And and if he... That would be cool. I think he's 100% the fifth guy that's that's big there with RVD would be cool too, though. Uh, but I think that once you put that, once you put that in my head, that it could be. I was like, ah, who, what, who would you put against Trey? Okay, either you put his friends because they're. I, I hate those storylines, man. I hate, too. I hate friends turning on friends. It's just dumb. I don't mind friends turning on friends as long as it's done in the open. I hate when it's like it was me. Like I don't give a shit about that. Now, if Trey forgot to like empty the bong water and they were upset <laughs> about that, then I could understand because then you're just like, bro, like what are you doing? Right. But, I think that may be going a little bit too heavy into right. their characters. <laughs> they may not want to go there. Um, so it's either the friends usually because they're backstabbing. Uh, it's either uh, someone that it wasn't maybe the guy who was facing in the tournament in Ace Austin, but it was Madman Fulton or one of his friends. Um, or it's got to be someone that they're going to put into a great feud. So I think that'd be cool. I like Leo Rush. I think he's, I, mean, I think he's a great wrestler. Um, I think he was great in ROH. I think he got the really kind of the short end of the stick in WWE. Yeah, but so. you know, that's that—that's another point, though. Maybe that's 
unfortunately, him not his talent. Uh, and it's his, you know. Well, I was thinking more of the fact that he was he had a great thing going when he was Bobby Lashley's. Oh trophy, yeah, yeah. And they made him go to everything that Bobby Lashley did, all right, all right. but weren't paying him for it. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he would be a great addition. And, yeah. And, and what that really is saying there is you bring, we're bringing in the club, uh, Anderson Gallows. We're bringing Motor City back. Uh, so that's four guys there. Leo Rush, maybe, at five. EC3 and Rusev. So that's only seven new talents. And I mean, that's a lot. In English. And maybe any of us, maybe Bully Ray, whatever. Um, and maybe Heath Slater. So there's those seven people there, I can actually see all making an appearance, which is why, in retrospect, I'm not nervous about the future of the roster. Um, I'm, I'm actually more excited about it now than I am when traditionally a Johnny Impact or someone leaves one by one and I'm disappointed. So, and the thing I will say is, we we just said, hey, we're going to add seven people to the roster, and if all seven of those guys came, they would all be right into main event good storylines. Like, how many other companies can you say that for? If you add seven people to the WWE, are all seven of them going to be doing something? No. If you add seven people to AEW, are all seven of them going to be right off the bat? Do, no. So I think that's that's one of the things that if you're a if you're a wrestler and you're looking at places to go, I think Impact obviously becomes a. I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Um, I want to say a good destination, but an attractive destination. Because there is that opportunity for you to go there and instantly do something instead of you going there and just getting buried under the 70 million other people that are there or now that are just showing up. Yeah, and, and, and what I think is great about this is not only is the seven people coming to impact um, really a foundation changer for them, it, ought to, it can't be said that, oh, these people one person, this second person, this third person, they wanted to come in and be big fish in a little pond. It's no longer a little pond. When you bring that massive uh, coop of talent together that quickly, that, that's a game changer. That's a needle. Yeah. So impact's in a great place. I think we should leave it off there. Leave it on a positive note. So much negative. Let's leave it on that positive note. Impact's in a good place. I'm excited to see this roster. We didn't even touch the knockouts and knockouts tags because we already know that that would be a, a, probably an hour segment. Um, so we're in a great place. I'm excited about it. Make sure you look out for new uh, stuff from us, including the draft, draft, draft. Uh, Max, you got anything before we? The only thing Impact needs is yeah. more 450s. Can never right. have enough 450 splashes. Is it, does Leo Rush do one? I'm sure he can. I think he's done one before. Falaba needs to do a four. <laughs> that or XXXL. One of those dudes breaks out a 450 and favorite team ever for the rest of my life. All right. I'm down. Mine too. I'll be with you there. There was actually, here's one little tidbit of user knowledge uh, that you guys could look into if maybe you've never seen them. There was actually a tag team that could go. Um, they always got weird gimmicks, but they're called five. Delta Slam, 
Uh, they were at Impact. Yep, that face is, is they're big dudes, but they could move. And they did, uh, I don't think they did 450s, but they definitely did frog splashes and crazy stuff off the top rope. So uh, there's your assignment, guys. If you haven't heard of them, I'm old. They won her. Uh, go look. Enjoy uh, Fox Sports News era, I believe. So, all right, guys. See you next time. Later.